Christ is his father's model successor. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn Family Family.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and aspire to domestic excellence. We're continuing on our life wrapped tour of the Clement Peter principles. We are looking at how people can become great messianic successors or successors of Christ. We have made the point that Christ is a great successor or someone who carries on the legacy of his heavenly father, Yahweh, the one who created the heavens and the earth. And he invites us to follow him as Luke 9 verse 23 encourages us. We have gone through a number of principles of being great messianic successors that Christ has taught us, being compulsive, learned, environmentally conscious, mentor, managing, exposed, early, proactive. And today we're going to be focusing on independence. Thank you for being present with us today. Youthful successes depend on God, not man. So we are independent of man, in a sense. Luke 2 verses 45 to 46 reveals that Christ was separated from his family for three days. As a side point, this seems a forerunner to his death for three, for three days, 21 years later, in ex- almost the exact same place he taught in when he was 12. Christ was separated from his body, the church, for three seemingly miserable and fearful days for them. And that was the only time scripture recalls Christ separate from his spiritual family. Similarly to how Christ's spirit separated from his body in the tomb for three days as the Bible teaches. Heaven protected the Christ child. And sometimes parents should and can understand that even though children are in their care, they belong to God or Yahweh Elohim who can more than adequately minister to their needs. It is alleged that the Aborigine tribe in Australia sends adolescent boys, and I believe it's not just Australia but in the the Pacific area, they send adolescent boys on a six-month isolated spiritual journey into the harsh wilderness on a what they call walkabout to trace their ancestral heritage. They are taught to depend on themselves and their ancestors' strength. If you come back, then you're seen as a man. To make an analogy, I believe God wants parents to lead children, starting with boys, to depend on him and not man. Yes, children should and can enjoy being kids, and parents should and can provide and protect. But parents' responsibility biblically is not to raise children, as children are children without you. They need parents to train them to become adults capable of being Christ's successors, not to spoon-feed them as demonic successors. King Jesus Christ of Nazareth says in Matthew 5, Blessed are the poor in spirit, or those who are totally dependent on him, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you are totally dependent on God, if you are a divine mendicant in a sense, you are independent of man and cannot be destroyed by man's actions. Many religious parents teach sensitivity to people because of their lack of total dependence on God. Number eight, Messianic youthful successes are creative or innovative. So after the I comes the C, creative. 
Luke 2, 47 to 48, reveals that the knowledge of Christ bedazzled all those around him, including doctors, learned folks, and his own parents. Our youths must stretch our spiritual understanding and constantly bring new gospel revelations and insight to challenge the elders. This can be even transposed to bringing new business, business innovations, new social innovations. If elders continue to outsmart and excel youths, there can be only one, there can be only stagnation, if not spiritual decline in our society. Youths must and can challenge the status quo and be rebels for the gospel, for the gospel cause, if we are to quote-unquote defend or represent our Heavenly Father's bloodline. Our Heavenly Father has some new wine that cannot be poured into old vessels. This also means, means that elders have to encourage new ideas that, may, that they may not be totally comfortable with but have no biblical or messianic grounds to reject them. Christ also heard the religious people and shows his willingness to listen to their views. The next principle is that messianic youthful successors are humble. Youthful successors are humble. And Luke 2 verse 50 to 51 tells us a little bit more about that, which we will get into right after the break. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FantiFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, continuing to walk you through the life raft tour of the Clement Peacher Principles of Messianic Youthful Succession. Thank you for returning, or for those of us just joining, thank you for being present today. We are going through the Clement Peacher Principles, and we ended the previous one, which was that messianic disciples messianic successors can be creative and innovative and are expected to be creative and innovative and to push the boundaries in a good way now we're on age the ninth clement feature principle with this which is that youthful successors messianic youthful successors are humble luke 2 verse 50 to 51 shows christ's humility as his knowledge and wisdom definitely surpassed his guardians joseph and mary he did not embarrass his guardians, but he humbled and subjected himself to them. Based on Philippians 2, true humility is found where you can subject yourself to people you are more intelligent than. Our youths today can lock us out of our phones. Sometimes this knowledge can get to their heads. Youths should and can be careful as fleshly pride is a work of the flesh and is antichrist. See 1 John 2 verse 16 in the Holy Bible. The tenth principle is that messianic youthful successors have attentively parents or have attentive parents or guardians. So A, they are attentively parented or coached. 
Luke 2 verse 51 also shows the more attentive maternal instinct as Mary, Jesus' mom, paid close attention to the Christ child. Parents need to pay close attention to children and understand their spiritual and natural giftings. When you do not understand your children, their designer, God, Yahweh, does, and he can open your eyes to their nature and what his plans are for them. Also, Mary, Christ's mom, seems to be Christ's first disciple as she observed his sayings in her heart. One of God's names as Elohim is Jehovah Shammah, and that's in Ezekiel 48 verse 35, which implies the self-made attentive God. God is there. So he is the attentive heavenly father that you may not have had in flesh. Even if you had the world's worst, sorry, most attentive earthly dad, even if you had the dad of dads in an in a earthly sense, he cannot compare to God's attentiveness as he could never estimate the number of years on your head. See Luke 12, 7, see Matthew 10, verse 30 in the Holy Bible. We're making a point that no dad in human form can compare to our Heavenly Father, Yahweh Elohim, the Father of Christ. He is eternal and our dads essentially one, one time step forward, the other in life, they're going to die, they're going to pass. We're going to be left on our own without them. He never leaves us on our own. And he is also one that knows every fine micro nano detail of our lives. Youths, I feel, Father, encouraging you that in developing a friendship with Christ through praying effectively every day and hearing his voice in the Bible and the scriptures, he promises to pay better attention to you than your earthly parents. And just to make it clear, even those that do not practice messianic disciplines of prayer, fasting, etc., Christ pays, God pays close attention to that as well. He pays attention to everyone, but that attention is received differently. Abba, our Heavenly Father and the Father of Christ, is all man unkind's Father. And that point is made in 1 Corinthians 8, verse 6, Deuteronomy 32, verse 6, Malachi 2, verse 10, 2 Samuel 7, 13 to 14, and Matthew 12, 50. And we're going to end on the last point. I know that 10th point is a, is a controversial one, but we encourage your reactions. The 11th point, which we told you there was a bonus point on the Clement Peter principle. So the Clement Peter points go through that youth messianic youthful successes are compulsive, learned, environmentally conscious, mentor managing, exposed early, proactive, independent, creative, humble, and attentively parenting. But number 11 gives us a little more bite and a little more detail. Number 11 says, even the Christ child benefited from good parents. So Clement Peter, youthful successors require good parenting and mentoring. Verse 52 of St. Luke 2 cements the importance of parents. No guardians, we're saying we're moving from people just paying rents to people that are now guardians and actively coaching their children. That, that principle of active guardianship was applicable even to Christ. Christ was Emmanuel, which means God with us, God with man, or the combination of God times man, that is, Emmanuel, Christ was God-powered man, man powered by God. However, as a human, 
His growth and development was still required and seemed to be positively influenced by the quality of parenting he received. So we're going to pause here for today and we're going to continue to encourage your reactions to the Clement Peter Principles, but we went into a little more detail in the Clement Peter Principles of Messianic Youthful Succession that we believe are very helpful and can be very helpful to parents seeking to, to help their children to understand their role in the family unit, uh, persons who may be leaders in, a, let's say, a church setting, a business setting, and a messianic business. You're a leader and you want your successor to understand their role in the family, in the church setting, in the business, you can use these principles to help to instill and inspire what a, what a, what your successor should be like. You as a successor can use these principles to understand how to position yourself to be a better messianic representative or a representative of our Messiah, the Son of Man and the Son of God, Christ Jesus of Nazareth. We encourage you to do our usual call to arms here share this with your family and friends share this with persons in your in your 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 sphere of sphere of influence we encourage you to give us your reactions if you're on anchor uh, by giving us a call in give us your reactions also by connect by emailing us at connectedfamilyfamily.com as well as hooking us up well not hooking us up we're not fish but uh, contacting us on our facebook handle at family strong and to visit us at our website at fantyfamily.com. Lincoln here, encouraging you to have a great day, a great weekend, whatever time of the day it is for you. Crushing effeminacy, why rob God and this world of you and your family. And until next time, be nuclear. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our Messianic Mentorship Programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. Manual begins with man for a reason. And still the reason for man's divine treason. We don't use manuals. Charging headlong into life's trials. Dragging our dear families behind us. And as our dreams gather us. We see the manual covered in dust and ignore it. Ignorance, one sign of fallen man. God spoke to man in the garden. And before man's heart hardened, he was intimately acquainted with his maker. No manuals required. But as humans' holiness expired, man misdirected his prior to himself, becoming 
his own manual.